Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of the Live Your Yes Life podcast. Each week, we share channel thoughts, discussions, and interviews to help you go from dreaming and wishing to actively living your yes life, and today is no exception. I am Lisa Limita. I'm one half of the duo here at Rise Leadership Circle, and at the time that this podcast is released, it's slated, I think, for January 2nd. We're going to be just heading into a brand new year, and If you're anything like me, you probably really enjoy the process of setting some intentions of goal setting for the year ahead. And I want to talk about goal setting today in a little bit of a new way. I feel like this whole concept gets a little bit overdone in a sense, uh, right around the new year. It's like everybody's talking about it and there are all kinds of systems and methods and planning tools and ways that you can plan out your year, which are all really, I mean, they're great. It's all about finding what works for you. But as I was sitting here thinking about what I wanted to share with you today, I really want to talk about you know, thinking about our goals for the year ahead in a new way. So I've been a coach. We've been a co-founder of this company here for the last five years going into, I believe this is going to be our sixth year that we're going into together. And this is what we do, right? We help our clients reach their goals. We help them live their most amazing life. We help them create the habits and the mindset and the systems and all of the things that go with reaching your goals. And something I've noticed along the way is that sometimes the process of goal setting itself gets in the way of actually living our best life. So that's what I want to talk about today. And I want to just give you, if you're someone who feels overwhelmed at the idea of planning out your whole year. So we do a yearly, like an annual planning process for our business where we sit down and we really focus on our big goals for the year. And then, you know, we kind of work backwards from there and build out our plan quarter by quarter. So you may have a similar process, but I know that when I work and we take our clients through somewhat of a similar process as well, but something I've noticed is that where people tend to get in overwhelm and just kind of stop the process altogether is if there are just too many things. Like if the plan is too detailed, if the plan feels too daunting or too overwhelming, that's when they tend to abandon the plan and get distracted. So something I've started doing with the clients I'm working Working with this year is just really having them start their annual planning with thinking about their guiding three. So the guiding three is this kind of like your big three goals for the year, such that if you were to hit these three big objectives, now you can say, you know, if you're someone who I know a lot of our clients are entrepreneurs, if this is for your business, this is great. You can use it for this. You can also use this for your life, for your personal life. So the concept of the big three or the guiding three is such that if you were to hit all three of these goals by the end of the year, pretty much everything else that is on your list that you want to be, do, or have in 2024 would fall into place. And that's why I call them like the guiding three. These three goals or desires, whatever you might want to call it. I kind of think of it this way. It's like these goals are your destination, right? This is where you want to be at the end of 2024. And I want you to think about it as a journey, right? Because that's what it is. And if you were to go on this journey, imagine that this journey is a road trip and you were to get in your car and set your GPS 
for the destination that you want to arrive at. That's what the guiding three are. They're an opportunity for you to set your GPS, right? You're going to chart your course to navigating to these guiding three big goals or objectives. And as I said, everything else you want is going to somehow probably for the most part fall underneath one of these three. What I love about this is the simplicity of it. We're not focused on 15 things. You know, I'm sure that if we sat down and made a list, we could all make a list of 100 things that we would love to experience or do or be or have in this year ahead. However, When there's only three things, it's much less overwhelming. And when these three things are meant to be wise guidance for us, we can use them to check in with, to make sure we're on track, to make sure we're still charting our course in the right direction and we haven't actually gotten off track with shiny objects or something else that's tempting us that feels like the next best thing. So I like to really think about these guiding three in a little bit of a different way as well. We take our clients through a process of, you know, sometimes we do start with that be, do, and have list of sit down and really think about all that you want to be or do or have as you go into the year 2024. And then look at that list. And I want you to really think about what's meaningful on this list. You know, what are the ones that are meaningful? What is going to bring you the most fulfillment? And check in with your goals that way. Sometimes we want goals because, I don't know, they're not even our goals, right? We've inherited them from something else or we feel like this is something we should want. But actually, when we consider, does this bring meaning to my life? Does this bring me a sense of fulfillment? Is this a yes in my body? Sometimes the goals that we have set don't resonate that way. And I've seen people have a really big aha around this. So when you approach it from this first, it allows you to sort of cut through the noise, get really, really clear on what's most important to you, what really, really matters. Sometimes it's the most simplistic things that hold the most meaning. And so I want to invite you to consider this, even if this is for your business, look at your guiding three as These three, if you were to hit these at the end of the year, most of the other things that you desire are going to fall into place. And when you reach these goals, it really brings a sense of meaningful fulfillment into your life. There's a sense of alignment. There's a sense of you being more of who you are or really bringing your purpose and your passion into the world. So I want to just leave you with this process. I'm going to leave you with just a couple of tips if you want to go through this process for yourself. And consider starting with that list, your make your be, do, have list, really brainstorm. And I like to do this where I create a quiet space. I love colors and, you know, I'll get out my markers or sticky notes or whatever feels fun for me in the moment. You could do this on a Word doc if that's your thing, but just make a list. What What's the list? What are all the things? Just don't stop until you've sort of gotten everything out of your brain. And then I want you to really spend some time. You might walk away from it for a bit and then come back. And really think about what's most important here, what matters the most, and narrow it down to the guiding three. And these also should be, you know, not something that you're going to achieve next month, but I really want you to be thinking out towards the end of the year. Where do you want to be by December of 2024? And then what you'll do from there, once you have this process done, is begin to work backwards. You can, you know, maybe think about, the way I like to do this is to just think about the milestones you might want to be hitting along the way. I don't get to in detail yet at this point, because if the goal is big enough, which I'm inviting you to let these things really stretch you, 
you probably don't know exactly how. If you knew how, you'd have it already, right? So there's going to be some unfolding of the process along the way. But I want you to think about what are some of the big milestones that you know you need to reach along the way to get there. Maybe you want to put dates to those or have a rough idea in your calendar. And then I invite you to just look at this first quarter. You know, as you've worked your way backwards, what needs to happen now? What needs to happen today in the first quarter? Something Kayla and I love to do with our clients is have them write down actions they can take that would take them like five minutes, right? What are three actions you could do? And you could take these actions in five minutes or less because so often the next right thing we need to do to get there is something so simple, but we don't take it. So go through this process, take a little bit of time, work your way backwards, and then map out your first quarter using these guiding three. So what are just the things that need to happen in Q1 that you know of so far? What are those quick actions that you know you need to take next? And then map out anything else that's a part of the process. I mean, you this is where you can get really detailed if you want to. And, you know, obviously, if you are leading a company or a business, this plan is going to look much more detailed than if you're doing this for your personal life. My intention here is not to get into the weeds of all the pieces and processes to building out a plan for the year. I really just wanted to talk to you about this concept of using your guiding three to help you get really clear on what's meaningful, what's fulfilling, and from there to start to think about quarter by quarter, what is it going to take to reach your goals? This is something we work with our clients with inside the circle, which is so near and dear to my heart. I know you guys hear me talk about it all the time. Something we implemented for them this year. So I have been in conversation with some of our clients and I was asking them, particularly when we went through the year-end review process, I was asking them, so when you look back at last year, of course, first we celebrate the wins. And I said, what were some of the things for you where you didn't hit a goal? What got in your way? And they were things like distractions, procrastination, you know, chasing shiny objects, not knowing how, like there were just a variety of answers, but everyone kind of had the same central theme. So something that we're implementing this year inside the circle is weekly map your week sessions where we'll get together for about 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes max every single Monday, you can join the call and we're going to help you actually map out your week so that week by week, you chart a destination and a course to hit your guiding three at the end of the year. So if you're looking for that kind of support and you, you know, and of course that's just a piece of what we offer. We include one-on-one coaching. We include group coaching, tons of expansion, mindset work, money work. I mean, I can't even tell you guys all the topics that we cover inside of the circle. And of course, community is such a big part of it. So if you're looking for something like that, DM me, reach out to myself, reach out to Kayla, let us know you want more information and let us know you want to be a part of the circle this year. We'll make sure that we get all that information over to you. We would love to be your guides in helping you go from dreaming or thinking about it or getting lost in the planning process to really helping you implement week by week by week and to chart a course to reach your destination at the end of 2024. So happy new year, you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me today. As always, please send me a message or leave a comment. Let me know your feedback about this episode. Let me know your biggest takeaways, what really resonated for you or stood out for you. And I will look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye for now.